that's called Open Space Technology. And it's basically a lawless space with a law. Um, so we're going to be talking about one theme in this session and that thing we've already been discussing. So preparing Quidditch Australia to meet the needs of Quidditch in Australia and, and advancing Quidditch in Australia in the next five years. And we don't have an agenda for this topic yet. You guys are going to be developing the agenda. So what we need is we need three or four people to just jump up into this space and say like a, a, a dot point of what they want to discuss throughout this session. And then we're going to split off into, uh, we're going to split off to the very professional looking flip charts for those playing at home uh, around the room. And we're going to spend 10 or 15 minutes, depending on our time, discussing those different topics and then coming back together and consolidating, consolidating it all. So who wants to start? Who wants to talk about a way we can prepare Quidditch for the next five years? What so all right, so what are the issues and opportunities around our theme for which you have real passion and will take genuine responsibility for? Having a way for clubs to provide ref teams that don't just rely on people being who don't really feel comfortable and aren't like super confident, it's like, well, every, you have to do it. Yeah, and actually having people who are refereeing and are really into it, really know the rules, are able to provide and, like, ma maintain that because we don't run without referees. Currently, our referees are provided by us. There needs to be a way of ensuring that if you're on pitch as a referee, people's safety depends on that and the game depends on that. <laughs> all right, so what you, are, you want to focus on developing confident Referee, referees yeah. uh, through all teams. Yeah. All right. Do you want to take your marker and your paper? And write. Later. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right, so another point. So we're just developing an agenda and then we'll discuss the agenda points. <clears throat> I have a bomb. Changing the name. Honestly, this name is something that gives me a lot of uncertainty regarding will we be sued uh, and will they recognize us as a real sport if you say Quidditch and they go cricket and you go no Quidditch and they go ah like in Harry Potter and you go mm. <laughs> so changing the name is my theme I'm gonna write it on a piece of paper and go stand in a corner of the room all right do we have another topic? Is it about referees? I will join you, Nora. <laughs> My whole life is not just about referees. It's just like 90%. Um, making money. Making money? All. Yeah, money. Um, <laughs> that's why I rep. I get paid and then I have money. Um, no, I think Critics Australia, with like pretty much anything and everything that we need to do, especially as we want to expand, um, we need money to do it, be that to pay people to do things or to have money to buy things or rent venues or whatever else it might be. So we need to figure out how we're going to raise that money while also keeping our other goals in terms of like um, keeping affordability, things like that. You support money. Okay. Anything else? Yeah. So I need to rise. I don't care. We can make five. It's okay. Yeah. 
um, developing a youth league and expanding on what Logan said, getting other people from the community involved that aren't just Harry Potter nerds or from university. All right. So recruitment. Write it on a piece of paper. Youth league is specific. We get, we'll get to discuss these things in a moment. We'll just get through the agenda. Um, providing more resources, be that for like advancing as a referee or as a snitch or a seeker, a snitch, um, or in terms of like coaching and captaining and um, selecting, like all of those different like roles. All right, perfect. Providing resources. Take a piece of paper, write it down. As good. Is there anything you guys want to chip in? No? All right, perfect. Yeah. Yeah, perfect. <clears throat> I think I have recovered, so. Alrighty, so we're going to. Uh, no. Not yet, anyway. If he comes up with one, we'll get to it. All right, so we're now going to go around the room and we're going to discuss each of the agenda items. So I think what we should do is, just so everyone can participate in every discussion, I'll give everyone some blue tack to stick their paper on a lip chart um, and then we will then get to them all. This microphone is now on. Who wants yeah. to go first? Discussing change for name. Yeah. Um, if anyone knows, um, does it affect anything about our relationship with IQA if we change the name from Quidditch? That's the first question. I guess, what, what name are we changing? Are we changing the name in Quidditch Australia or are we changing the name of the sport? The sport. To clarify. The sport in Australia. And so then it would be, insert new name here, Australia. Yeah. As the organizational name. <laughs> Anything with IQA? I would, like, I would suggest so uh, in Norway, Quidditch is called. Sorry. In, yeah, in Norway, Quidditch is called Rumpledunk. In Brazil, I think it's called Quadruple. Um, so I assume, like, I mean, those are translations of the word Quidditch, but like, if you can still be part of the IQA and you don't have the word Quidditch in your name, I would assume it shouldn't be an issue. Or potentially we push the IQA to then also change it, which is possibly a benefit. I'm playing devil's advocate here, but um, moving away from calling our sport Quidditch, it sort of puts a barrier between us and IQA. And if they're the International Quidditch Association and we're no longer called Quidditch, like there's a little bit of a barrier there between, you know, what our relationship with that that identity is essentially. Um, on Kelsey's my, point. My only, yeah, my only concern and I get that like if we're trying to push for acknowledgement as a sport, copyright is a thing we need to consider, but will necessarily just changing the name but keeping something that is so very clearly based on the like based on what, like we can't refer to the balls as the names in the book. Like you have to chuck out everything. Yeah, if you're going right. to ditch the name, you have to ditch everything because it's still just copyright issues. Yeah, there has, it's been looked into a little bit in the past and associated names like Quaffle, Roger Snitch and so on all fall under that same thing. 
um, and translations do as well. So you couldn't just switch to using Grumpledonk or Quadribol or Zwerkbol or whatever. Um, it had to be a completely different name. Copyrighted under the same thing of this is within the Harry Potter universe. This is copyright material. Um, I think with changing the name, like I get the positives, but then we still have that barrier of like Quidditch is like if you tell anyone you play Quidditch, like not just you. We're starting to get recognition that it is a sport. Like you know, people still might scoff at it, but it's now no longer that first thing where they're like, oh, like Harry Potter. They're like, oh yeah, that's. They know it's an actual sport that's played outside of Quidditch. We're finally getting that kind of reputation that it is a thing outside of a fictional sport. And now changing the name again, we're just going to have to go back to like learning how to, I don't know, like I think we need better marketing and like rebranding strategies in place first before we change the name because that'll kind of, you know, like we're making all these steps and that'll just ruin all the progress we've made in the last few years. Um, I was going to agree. I think that if it had been, I don't know, like if it had been like sports ball or whatever at uni, I wouldn't have seen, I wouldn't have looked it up online. I wouldn't have seen it on the website. I wouldn't have sought out the stall. Um, it would just be like, if someone was like, hey, play volleyball, I'd be like, no, that's too sporty. Play sports ball. I've never heard of it, but it sounds like it's not what I'm interested in. Um, so I think that also if you are coming from another country, if you are an exchange student or whatever, you've played Quidditch before, because we get quite a few of those people, they come into Australia, they look up Quidditch in Australia, it doesn't exist or it disappeared in 2020. When if we change the name, people are like, well, it doesn't exist anymore. Um, unless we make it really clear, like really obvious, we are Quidditch, we've just changed the name, but then we kind of, yeah, we're defeating the purpose because we're making, we're still making it clear. And if someone's like, what sport do you play? And you're like, oh, I play sports sport. And they're like, what is that? Like, you know, Quidditch from Harry Potter. Hello. It's also like we, as much as yes, okay, it does bring a little bit of like that, that's that sport from those books kind of thing. People rec like if you say Quidditch or people like people who've yeah like exchange students see like Quidditch is like oh that's a thing that exists I know like they kind of know what it is or at least they've heard the, the they've heard the term they know where it's from and they kind of can that it's it's a hook yeah like it's a hook in there because they go like I recognize what that is it's like if you have a completely different name that is nothing to do with Quidditch they're like I don't know what that is, but it's weird and I'm not going to go over there. Um, I think it depends on what we rename it. Like if we call it Quid Ball, you, are you not allowed to do that? So Copyright? Anything, anything that is close enough to recognize. Anything that is recognizably similar, where it's like clearly based on the thing, is is liable under... So, any, like, copyrighted, like, any translations, anything that is, like, very clearly just that, but you've changed the name, is not okay. But um, so something Eleanor and I discussed briefly was that quid is actually a Latin word, so we're just taking a word from a language, which is what J.K. Rowling would have done. And, like, whilst Latin isn't spoken, it's still used. So there's that. 
feel like if they decided to apologize, like kind of sue us, like I still like they have a they would be the team like separate for ten years and has it's been separate for 10 years and it's come from like grassroots like initiation it's not like some big company has come in and been like we're gonna make this professional thing to make heaps of money like in the future people are making money from it or there's a bit more of a financial well when does copyright go off like how where how long until that i just think that's ridiculous morally but that's just my disagreement with the law i i get i get like i get it but like if if we if we make if we actively make money any money off it and we're using copyrighted material it's a big no no our only case is saying the benefit outweighs the harm don't sue us at all rather than like you don't have a case because they do two points um someone brought up in the agm that kritish has been added to the dictionary i haven't followed up on that but is that correct does that affect this copyright situation no okay um, the other thing too is if we're a not-for-profit organisation, we're not making a profit. So how does that come into the whole copyright thing? Because we cannot have, like, we can we cannot operate under, like, we can't we can't be. Yeah, it's like, I think like USQ has like partners, but they don't have sponsors. Um, so there's issues there. I was just going to say, so, I mean, we're kind of getting into like, should we or should we not? But like in the long term, if we want to achieve all of these goals, right? And eventually that's going to include making money and having sponsors. Like it will be a necessity to change the name because or, and or unless we reach that 100 year mark where there's no more copyright left, like you have to change it. But so maybe... Is it worth discussing now, like, also when should we change the name? Do we have, like, markers of when we think that's going to be reasonable? Like, personally, I'm thinking, do we want to say, um, okay, you know, maybe we want to keep our name until we develop a large enough following where everyone is aware that it is a sport or something, and then we're not losing as much from what we've talked about where we're, um, we're alienating that sort of, like, influx of people who come from Harry Potter. And so, like, I don't know, I feel like that's potentially more constructive than just being like, well, what can we change it to? Like, should we change it or should we not change it? Like, I think realistically it has to change, but then maybe what we have more control over is when. I heard from Q IQA a thing, which is that if, a company knows that the name is being used and does not take legal action within a certain time, it is, it, it makes their case more difficult. Like if we start making money and they sue us, the judge would say, well, you knew that it's, it, it's existed for 10 years. Why didn't you sue them? Um, so that's another thing to consider. I think um, I agree very much with Logan's point, but I think that there is a discussion to be had before, which is, do we change the name or not? Because if we don't change the name, the way to go is not just keep going, whatever, is to contact Warner Bros and start liaising with them. Please don't sue us. Or this is a sport that exists. We would like to. 
efficient and yeah. can you support us in doing it? Like, I feel like, honestly, because copyright law is tricky. Intellectual property law is messy and it covers a lot more things. Like, there is a lot more stuff that is covered under copyright law than you would expect. Like, any translations, any use of parts of stuff that is copyrighted material is still an issue under copyright law. And so I feel like, honestly, you are probably actually safer, like eliminating that problem altogether and actually getting support. Whether we change the name or not, we still have, we are still operating with material that is copyright. The same rules, the same, like it's recognizably, yeah, it's still recognizably Quidditch. That's the thing. It's reasonably recognisable as a thing from a copyrighted text. And that's the issue. Sorry, I'm just going to jump in from Ingram. Um, He says that we should consider that um, Frisbee, for example, everyone calls it ultimate Frisbee, but their their governing body is called the Australian Flying Disc Association. Yeah, because Frisbee is is a brand name. And so that's how they avoid that, for example. Um, um, he also says that copyright is her plus one day and ridiculous. And Nora, and you are correct, it's very complicated. Um, what I wanted to say, because I really have no clue, is, okay, let's say we change all the names and all the positions, all the names of the balls, etc. But when we get down to it, as it's played, it's still recognizably the sport from the books. It's also, it's three, like it's three hoops and you throw a ball through a hoop. Like, it's yeah, the thing is, 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 like yeah, the stru- like the the structure of our pitch, the hoop, like the way that the hoops are structured, like it's still very recognizable. Like as it's based on the book, it's based on the sport from the book, and even that is a problem potentially. Also, in the day, the decision will be made from lawyers who can argue with each other a lot. So it's just it's just going to be a matter of who argues better. Um, can I just say that since none of us are actually lawyers, with like a specific knowledge about this rather than talking about the legality of it we should talk about the way that it impacts the way that we operate so how do we increase how do we continue to maintain recruitment if we're not tied to quidditch how do we tie ourselves to quidditch even if the name isn't there the way that ultimate frisbee has done um why don't we also try and talk to whoever runs the australian frisbee association disc flying disc association see how they manage things um as like, I don't know. And we, if we have law, if QA has lawyers that they can talk to about this as well. I think just answering kind of Ava's point, it's basically what Logan was saying where I think the best way forward is, because I don't think Warner Brothers is going to sue us in the next couple of years. Like I think it's just establishing ourselves as Quidditch, getting ourselves more known and before we start trying to change the name rather than being in that place where we're kind of known as Quidditch, but then we're kind of known as this other sport and people are like, but what is the same thing? I thought you guys were Quidditch. Just get us known as Quidditch. We've got this big following and then be like announcement to everyone following us 
we are now changing it. And then by then we're kind of more solid enough that people will understand what's happening. It's just like, yeah, reach the point where it's a sport changing its name rather than like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's a lot easier to, yeah. It's like, it's like we said, it's easier to have the ties rather than um, be like, yeah, I play sports ball. And then people go, what, what the heck's that? Um, and yeah, so yeah, so it's establishing like not having to be like, oh, well, what is that game first? Like, I think that's the, the point at which you should consider it, but I also don't know how you like quantify that. I think establishing a, like a young user base for Quidditch, like youth leagues and stuff so that they recognize the sport and they know how to play it and that they also like increase the critical mass for like telling their friends, et cetera. Um, and then we can just have an administrative change. It doesn't have to be, you can never say Quidditch again because people will still refer to it as Quidditch in the same way that like Triwizards were called Triwizards for years after they were NQLs. Um, yeah. Just try with yeah, yeah. Like you know, <laughs> it's soccer. You know what it is. Um, you know what it is, um, and people can colloquially call it Quidditch. Well, we have a small administrative change um, in terms of the language that we used. Um, but yeah, it's about building a recognisable base and having kids get. I think attracting kids with Quidditch is really important because they will join for the Harry Potter aspect, and then we just force them to join the university version, which is just called something else, but they know it as Quidditch because they understand Quidditch as a sport. Okay, uh, I'll wrap up because we are on a tight schedule. So, um, there are lots of concerns regarding changing the name. This is a summary while we guys decide that we all agree or on some things. There are some concerns on changing the name mostly because it lowers or eliminates recognition we gain so far and this has an impact on recruitment and we still don't know a lot of things regarding the legality and the technical aspects of the things so i think most people agree that for now we're gonna operate um as usual and when we get to a point where we're comfortable to we can discuss whether we want to change the name. And I think we can go about it in two ways. Ask the community, do we want to change the name? Or maybe directly contact Warner Bros. first and try and get them to license us or just support us. And then if that's not possible, do the small technical change that Ava was mentioning. The one issue I see, and I'm going to leave it open because unfortunately we have to move on, is that what if we register as a national sport organization and Sports Australia says, but you're called a name that is not available to use because it's a registered trademark. So then we're going to figure something out, I suppose. Or we'll, we'll register as QA, Q, like Q, like when you queue in a line. <laughs> Q Australia and then it sounds like a sport about queuing but hey <laughs> British people would love it okay I think we have to move on